this morning on the third hour of today. Everybody in the suite had nothing but great things to say about her. Football star Travis Kelsey speaking out in a new podcast about Taylor Swift's surprise appearance in Kansas City and poking a little fun at the frenzy. How's it feel that uh, Taylor Swift has finally put you on the map? Will she touch down at his next game Sunday night? We're going to be live with the latest. Then later, on the job, in the great outdoors. This is your office. Not a bad office, if I do say so myself. I ventured out of my neck of the woods to find out what it takes to be a national park ranger. Plus, makeup mogul Charlotte Tilbury live, spilling beauty secrets and quick fixes for your routine. And we're going to get cheesy with a new spin on a classic combo. This isn't your mother's grilled cheese and tomato soup. That's today, Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. It's Wednesday. What day is that, Craig? Mike, 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 Craig, coming back now after your big weekend, big which was just an incredible event you and Lindsay put on, your second right. annual Bottoms Up uh, Invitational for the Colorectal yes. Cancer Alliance. Successful, thanks to, to good friends like the two of you and the other folks who, who showed up. Uh, but yeah, we raised about $1.2 million oh, for, for colorectal cancer uh, research and advocacy, which is not easy to do, especially hard to do. Uh, when it rained on Monday for the golf portion. So we played nine holes, and then we just hung out in the clubhouse after that. But these are some of the folks who that. played golf, who came up. How did Carson's um, team do that? Uh, second place. Wow. Second place? He carried the team to victory. You wow. want to say how my husband's team did? Your your husband's team was in last place. <laughs> but, but they may have had the most fun. They had a That's great right. time. By the way, I understand Uche, one of the most popular uh, golfers there. He was very popular with everyone. And Miss Jones was a little upset because, I guess, I guess I'm because, home with three kids. And and when he called, he was feeling uh, good. Huh? He was having a good time. He was you know, a good here's time. the thing. I guess they couldn't play golf. You know what's funny? All the pictures I saw, everybody was smiling. Yes. Like it was, it was like day. it was one of those things where you guys had a great time and you raised a lot of money. Do you know what the highlight of, of the evening was on Sunday for a lot of people? What? This guy shows up. Oh, in, in that. In character. Um, straight out of Caddyshack. And here's the thing. I'd never seen the movie, so I was like, what is no, that? That's Al Chervik, Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. Right. This kind of crass guy. <laughs> and, and that's how he rolled into the concert. People were like, "Is has Al, one woman did say, is Al sick again? No. <laughs> she did. I was like, no, no. And here's the thing about Al is then he went on stage to introduce you, and he stayed in character. Stayed in character. You never broke. And right. He did to talk to my mom. I heard oh. it. Yeah, I heard it. Was Betty, Joe. I, 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 Betty Joe. She's but other one. than that, you know, <laughs> hey, last time I saw a mouth open like that it had a fish hook in it. Wow. Two hours. Somebody he did it for two hours. Somebody on step on a duck? Hey. And again, I'd never seen the movie, so when Al walked in, I was like, what's wrong with you? Like, oh, what no. Al's <laughs> Well, that may have been the second most talked about sporting event over the weekend because there is still a buzz three days later over Taylor Swift's appearance at the Kansas City Chiefs game. So, of course, we've been talking about the fact that she cheered on the star player, Travis Kelsey, and now this morning, Kelsey well, he's talking about it for the first time. NBC's Kaylee Hartung is live with what he's saying. Kaylee, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, Travis and Taylor have been the hottest story all week after she accepted his offer to watch him play. Now, this morning, Travis and his brother Jason are out with their weekly podcast, and they are not shying away from talking about Travis's biggest catch. I did this to myself. As Taylor Swift's latest love story continues to capture national attention, 
Travis Kelsey finally breaking his silence overnight. We've been avoiding this subject out of uh, respect for your personal life. Now we got to talk about it. Yeah. My personal life, that's not so personal. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I did this to myself, Jason. I know this. After Swift broke the internet with that high profile appearance at the Kansas City Chiefs game Sunday. Shout out to Taylor for uh, for pulling up. It was definitely a game I'll remember. That's for damn sure. Um, And then we just slid off in the getaway car at the end. Now fans are dying to know if the pop superstar will cheer on Kelsey at his game this weekend at MetLife Stadium. The anticipation at a fever pitch with the pair going viral all week. From fans digging up a clip of Kelsey dancing to Swift's music earlier this year to an internet trend of Swifties pranking their partners by pretending not to know who Kelsey is. Well, Trav, um, how's it feel that uh, Taylor Swift has finally put you on the map? (laughs) But the Swifty football era is no joke. According to StubHub data after Swift's appearance, ticket sales for Chiefs home games tripled in a 24-hour window. The defending Super Bowl champs sold more seats in one day than they have since the start of the season. The Swift spotlight even extending to their rival team this coming Sunday. The Jets selling more tickets in a single day since the season started by more than double. Even injured Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers getting in on the hype, teasing a surprise appearance Sunday, surely leaving fans wondering if he meant himself or a certain pop icon. never know who you're going to see at the game. You never know. So on his New Heights podcast, Travis also said how awesome it was to hear his family and friends in that suite that they had nothing but good things to say about Taylor. You saw her chest bumping with his best friend and high-fiving his mom, Donna. So now we will just have to wait and see if she shows up at his next game against the Jets on Sunday night. But guys, I'll note, her next concert isn't for another three weeks. So she has some downtime. She's got some time. You know what? Al, you said a lot of people are worried that we're involved in like some big like gotcha. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or, or like or a stunt. A publicity stunt. Yeah. Or, or they're just friends. Right. Or they're just well, friends. I don't know. Because I mean, she's sitting next to mom at the game. game? I mean, just bumping the best buddy. <laughs> you're kind of. Well, but well, it's Sunday night football. So, you That's know. true. Thank you, Kaylee. I can't wait for her to show up on the plaza here There's to help thing, me with a Sunday night football. You keep saying that. There's only one way Sunday to find night football. out. Here's the deal. Be sure to tune in Sunday night, 7 p.m. on NBC and Peacock. As one of our producers pointed out, the big winner here is the Jets because people are buying tickets to that game on Sunday night. They probably would not have paid to go see the Jets play in person. Jets fans, tweet Craig. That's it. That's anything that wasn't true. And then you double down. Okay, now to the big news out of Hollywood overnight. After 148 days, the writer's strike is officially over. Leadership of the writer's union reaching an agreement with the major studios and streaming services. Just one hurdle left. The, the members still have to ratify the new deal, although it is widely expected to happen. The deal includes, includes pay raises, increased residuals, and more transparency for streaming content and some new rules for artificial intelligence as well. So this means late night and daytime shows could be up and running as soon as next week. But of course, the actors union still on strike. So it's going to be a little bit longer before scripted shows resume production but you know it's it's amazing that when the sides actually started talking yeah they were able to craft a deal pretty quickly and it's time a lot of us miss the content and people need work yeah all right well now to a marathon mission this morning nasa astronaut frank rubio is back on earth after a record-setting trip to space getting close to touchdown object touchdown 
Touchdown confirmed at 617 a.m. There you go. Rubio returned overnight after 371 days in orbit. That is the longest single space flight by an American. NASA says Rubio, you see him here, traveled more than 157 million miles, and he orbited the Earth for nearly six thousand times. Gosh, that would be some great airline mileage. I mean, or he has like new perspective or like, you know, some kind of renewed wisdom. Probably. Someone needs to talk. We need to interview him. Well, you know, I was reading an interview with him and he said that, you know, if he had known that it was going to be this long, he probably wouldn't have volunteered for it because he missed a number of things. He's got a young family. Uh, but of course, you know, what do you mean if he would have known? You don't know how it, long you're going to be up there? You, know, you do. But he, he see, because of uh, some problems, he had to stay uh, up much longer until okay. they could send a, a new spacecraft. Up. Right. Anyway, well, hopefully we should talk to them. Yes, them right. Well, uh, get the kids because maybe you want to do a little something for them. Fairy tale opportunity to live like one of their favorite Hollywood stars. We're talking tr- Shrek. Airbnb is bringing the Green Ogre's swampy home to life. It's a great idea. Shrek fans can request a chance to stay there for two nights in October. Shrek's swamp is actually located in the rolling hills of Scotland, and it's going to be hosted by Donkey. Gets no better. By Donkey. And what are they having for breakfast now? We're having waffles. <laughs> Love That's that. one of my favorite animated movies. Uh, coming up here on a Wednesday morning, our Consumer Confidential. Perhaps you're thinking about a career change. If you are, we've got LinkedIn's list of the top startup companies. You may even have one of their products in your fridge right now. So you want to come back for that then a little bit later. Mr. Rupert here got, got a badge of honor. Got a badge of honor when he took us on the job as a national park ranger. You'll see him in the hat. Or no? No, you won't. Oh, no, I didn't get it. I tried. I tried desperately. To he wouldn't let you touch the hat? Third hour today, right back after this. That's where they draw the line. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console consoling. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go. You are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators, now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. This morning in our Consumer Confidential, we are talking about the top startups of the year. So every year, LinkedIn identifies the young companies leading the way in hiring, growth, and employee engagement. So here with the first look at their top picks is Dan Roth, LinkedIn's editor-in-chief. Dan, good morning to you. Welcome back, Dan. So before we dig in here, let's talk about how exactly, or what you would define as a startup. Yeah, sure. So this is our annual list. We look at the 50 fast-growing, in-demand young companies. To be a startup, you have to be five years old or younger, growing at 10% a year in terms of employee growth, at least. And then we measure you across four buckets. So employee growth, um, uh, job interest, uh, job seeker interest, uh, engagement with the company, 
company and with its employees, and then how well these companies are able to pull talent mm -hmm. from our uh, our flagship top companies list. And they have to be in the U.S. These different, we do lists in 20 different countries. Mm -hmm. This is the U.S. List. Okay, so, right. so give us the top five. Yeah, sure. So number one is Ramp. This is a four-and-a-half-year-old, already $300 million in revenue company. They handle all spending inside of a company. So it's basically a corporate card, uh, expense handling, bill payment, basically promises to save companies money and take all the pain out of all the spending the companies wow. do. Uh, two is Liquid Death. This yeah. is a canned <laughs> beverage company. You yeah. can walk down the street, it looks like you're drinking malt liquor, but in fact, it is a uh, canned it's water. water. It's water. Yeah. yeah, some flavored water now. Clever marketing, though. Very clever. It's working. Three is Whatnot. What is, what is a not? live streaming shopping service. So think oh, of like oh, Twitch oh, oh, oh. meets eBay. You wow. can buy uh, shoes and tradable cards and oh. NFTs on this site. Four is Wiz. This is cloud security. And then five is Cohere Health that has AI to be able to help uh, 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 manage like health care practices. What made Ramp stand out for you? Ramp is they are the right company at the right time. When companies are saying, like, how can I save money now, do more with less? Ramp comes in, they say, we're going to manage all of your spending. Yeah. We're going to help you save money. You're going to spend less on vendors. When your employees charge things, and if you have like a hybrid company, people are charging services, yeah. they're charging uh, accessories for their home office. Ramp looks at all of that and says, don't allow this, do allow that. We're going to save you money. So, Dan, we're, you know, we're highlighting the top five here, but the list actually consists of 50 yeah. uh, startups, the top 50. What's the trend there? What, what, what have you noticed with those 50? Yeah, sure. So I would say number one is really innovation through adversity. We have long known that some of the best companies have come out of really tough times. Airbnb, you just mentioned, yeah. uh, Google, both came out of downturns. All of these companies were born or grew during the pandemic. Very tough times for a startup, and they have spotted market opportunities. So like Charlie Health or Grow Therapy, they offer healthcare, so they offer mental health services. That was something that emerged out of the pandemic, that need. Uh, two is a lot of new brands have come up. So we talked about Liquid Death. Yeah. Um, there's also Bloom Nutrition, which does supplements oh, with, yeah. for women, by women. Zoa Energy, this is Dwayne The Rock Johnson oh, sure. and his oh, partner wow. Danny Garcia's energy drink company. Uh, makeup by Mario. That's Kim oh, Kardashian's yeah. makeup artist. So his, he's on the list. And so like people were scrolling and shopping during the pandemic. Wow. New opportunity for brands. And then three is AI. So I would oh. say like it could not be 2023 if we were not talking about AI. Tons of AI companies on the list. Uh, two I would point out is Tome, which promises to use AI to help you make presentations and decks mm -hmm. a lot easier. It's great. And then the other one is Overjet, which helps dentists be able to solve and spot dental problems. So to be able to like fix people. And probably not as invasive. Exactly. Well. No x-rays. You just use AI to be wow. able to spot Will problems. Will people still hate their dentists? Ah, that's You're going to love your dentist. Oh, okay. So let's help some people at home then. Let's say they want to work for some of these companies. Is there anything they need to do or yes. on their resume? Or yes. What would you say? So we talk to these companies. We ask them what they're hiring for. Number one is they want people who have kind of a founder's mentality. Mm. Do you have big ideas? Are you able to do you have tons of grit? Can you get through tough problems? The opposite side of that, number two, is you can act as a team player. Are you able to actually, if someone else comes up with a great idea, can you help them with their great idea? And then the last one is something we have talked about on the show yeah, before. Yeah, I was going to say, you bring this up frequently. Yes, it comes up. We don't bring it up because I want to. It's because these companies keep mentioning a growth mindset is something that is so in demand. Do you see every opportunity, good or bad, as an opportunity to learn? Oh, so, so good. It's really cool. Plume Health does this great thing where Sorry. during the interview process, they will say, can you talk about a time where you have apologized to a colleague? Oh. They want to see that you can own up to mistakes and then you can repair relationships even during that. 
Uh, Ramp says, what is the one thing, one skill you would invest in with unlimited resources? They want to see that you are all about building your own skills and how you would do that. I love it when you pull back the curtain, Dan. Yeah, inside. This is how it works. We felt lucky to have you. I mean, LinkedIn is... Hello. Especially when we lose these jobs oh, and we're going to have to figure man. out where we go. We <laughs> call dance. I'm, I'm sorry for whatever did I did to I help you lose that job. <laughs> you will be involved. Dan, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Hey, hey, just ahead, we're going to share a great life lesson. Why saying no could actually be good for your health. And then later, I could not say no to this chance. We're going to take you to one of the beautiful spots in the country. I get to go on the job as a National Park Ranger. Third hour of today, I'll be right back. We are back now with our series on the job. Yesterday, Dylan worked her dream job at Fenway Park in Boston. And this morning, Al is taking us to a slightly larger park. Well, just, just a little bit. <laughs> Shenandoah National Park in Virginia is about 311 square miles. Take a live look at the park. It is gorgeous. The Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia. Every year, well over a million people go there to experience the great outdoors and take in the natural beauty. Well, recently I got to visit and find out what it takes to be a National Park Ranger. Shenandoah National Park, nearly 200,000 acres of protected land extending along the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia, just 75 miles outside of Washington, D.C. Good, Carl, nice to meet you. Great to meet you too, great to have you in the park. I am so excited. My guide slash instructor for the day, Ranger Carl Rand, to show me what it takes to protect this land. I understand, Carl, that you were once a junior ranger. I was. I grew up visiting national parks. That's kind of what sparked my passion for the outdoors. And essentially, that's what put me in the big hat here today. Ranger Rand, growing up, taking family vacations to national parks, later becoming a park ranger at Yellowstone, Olympic, and now Shenandoah National Park. First order of business, getting officially sworn in as a junior ranger. I will teach all of my friends. I will teach all of my friends. How to protect. How to protect. The natural world. The natural world. All right. Thank you very much, Junior Ranger, for all of your hard work. Oh. And welcome to Shenandoah Rangers. I've got a badge, and I've got power, and I'm going to use it. My first task as a Junior Ranger, raising the flag to open the park, a tradition started by the Civilian Conservation Corps. We'll raise it swift. And keep going. Next, we packed up to go on what the rangers call a rove. What that means is we're hiking, talking to visitors, making sure people are being safe, they know where they're going. Our checklist was? First and foremost, being water. water. Yes. Navigation, bug spray, first aid kit, fluorescent safety vest, flashlight, sunglasses. A little snack. All right, let's rove. And now we're on this this iconic road, uh, Skyline Drive. Yeah. How long is this thing? Skyline Drive is 105 miles. There's about 75 different overlooks overlooking the iconic Shenandoah Valley. Our road began at mile 917 of the famous Appalachian Trail. There's something here, what, this scat. What, what kind of... It, <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked because... That's going to be a domestic dog. Oh, yeah. So it's not any wildlife. It's just... Well, no. Besides the wildlife, there's the, all this plant life as well. Over 2,000 different species of flora here in the parks. Why are the park rangers such an integral part, so important to the National Park Service? One thing that people expect when they come to a National Park Service site mm -hmm. is a ranger. Right. Mm -hmm. They are protecting the visitors. They are protecting the resource. This is your office. Not a bad office, if I do say so myself. In fact, hold on just a sec, just... 
I mean, <laughs> this is crazy. Just complete silence. Yep. Finally running into some visitors. Do you have bug spray? No. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Got one for you on your right. There you go, right here. <laughs> Actually really need this. Yeah. <laughs> have a great time, enjoy the park. Thanks. Thanks. Alrighty. <laughs> so exciting, my first park goers. <laughs> we continued the rove at the Dark Hollow Falls Trail. You've got water to go in and everything yeah. like that? Yep, we're prepared. Have a wonderful trip. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. And by trip, we don't mean falling. <laughs> yes, yes. And my final duty as a junior ranger. Who's ready to become a junior ranger? Me. Let's see your hands. Swearing in the next cohort. So I'm going to have all of you stand up straight and tall for me. Raise your favorite hand and repeat after me. As junior rangers, as junior rangers, we promise, we promise to do everything we can to help preserve and protect Shenandoah National Park. Thank you very much, junior rangers, for all of your hard work. Let's give the junior ranger salute. Salute! And with that, my job was done. Passing on the torch. Oh, uh, I got to tell you, I had such a great time. And, and Ranger Carl Rand and the staff mm. at the Shenandoah National Park are just terrific. Also, I, I brought you back a little bug spray. I think you'll like the smell of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, look, Craig backing up. Oh, that's actually yeah. not kind of, Is that really bug spray? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it smells like it's, a it's men's a night, cologne. It's like nightshade. Huh. Very nice, huh? They could actually sell this. I'm like, that's right. make some money off hey, this. And by the way, the Great Outdoors Act that was signed in 2020, yes. uh, the parks have been working on overdue maintenance uh, uh, needs, including maintaining the outlooks at Skyline Drive in Shenandoah, uh, the cave structures at Mammoth National mm -hmm. Park, and the fort that supports the, the Statue of Liberty. There's so, so many unbelievable national parks uh, in your neighborhood, in your area, and you don't have so to go to the big support. name ones. You can go to those those little ones that need point. need the love. That's good. They could sell some no, of this, this like, and, and raise some money. This right? is it's like this is not my husband. We'll put it on <laughs> what website which one it is. It smells mm. really good. It's wow. called Ranger Ready Repellent. Coming up in our series, Life Lessons: The Power of Saying No and Why It Could Actually Be Good for Your Health. And then later, one of our favorites, cousin to the show at this point, makeup mogul Charlotte Tilbury is here live sharing quick fixes for your beauty routine, including her secret to better brows. It will change oh, your face. So important. We'll be right back. I need some help with my brows. Well, we are back with a life lesson that will certainly come in handy for a lot of you. The power of two little letters. N-O. If you find yourself always saying yes, even when your, your brain and your body might be screaming no, you're not alone. Here to explain why no is so very important, Dr. Neha Sangwan, an internal medicine physician and also author of the new book, Powered by Me, From Burned Out to Fully Charged at Work and in Life. Dr. Sangwan, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, it's important. such an honor to be with you all. Thank this you. guy, Alice, he's He's been preaching this sermon for years. Start with no. And he, and he lives it. But a lot of people don't live it. A lot of people mm. feel compelled for a variety of, of reasons to say yes, 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 yes. And they end up burned out. But you maintain that that can lead to a host of problems physically and mentally. Correct? You bet. And relationally. Too, because now you're saying yes to things in relationships that you really don't want to do. You dread and you resent. Mm. So it can, it, it really permeates all of your life. Mm. And what I'd say is that your body, your physiology is the first one to tell you that you just said yes when you really meant no. Yeah. Mm. What do you mean? 
So when I say yes, but I really mean no, I've now learned my throat will constrict and my stomach will turn. And so it's your, your body's unique language. Each of us has a different way that that occurs. You need to decipher your own body's way of giving you signals that it's that it's a no. So let's talk about how to reframe the way we think about saying no by seeing its value and understand the why behind saying no. I thought this was the first one you say position of power. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so there's there's many reasons that people say no. I like to think of it really there's there's two ways. Either it's from fear and frustration or it's from insight and inspiration. And a no can come from insight and inspiration. So let's talk about the fear and frustration. Maybe you're a parent yeah. and you've got so many things going on. Yes. And here comes this loving human who's asking you for something for else. Something. <laughs> and you say, no, no. Why, mom? Why, dad? I don't because have to tell you why. No, I'm kidding. Mom, yeah, no, that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Because I said so. Yes. Oh, I can hear Right? That. Position of power. That's, that's what our parents did. That's for <laughs> generations. But I don't want to tell us to the next one. Projecting? What do you so mean by that? That's like something this. bad has happened to me. Maybe I had a bad experience when I went to a concert when I was young. And a child's asking you, wow. oh, I want to go to a concert. And you say, Oh, no, you can't do that. And you're projecting your own experience onto them or protecting them. You're doing it in the name of, oh, it has to be safety. That can sometimes come from fear and frustration. Really, what you want to do is align with how you want to engage Mm -hmm. with this person you love and align with what you value most. And if you do need to say no, say it from a place of inspiration and Insight. How do you do that really quickly? How, how do you do it? Yeah, how do you do that? How so do if you do have to say no, how do you do yeah, it? Yeah, let's say I'm a friend and I really need you to, you know, I don't know, do something for me and I just can't on time. Yeah. How do you say no? So one of the first things is you need to slow down. You don't want it to be a reactive no. Mm-hmm. No. Somebody else can feel it's it's sometimes not even about the no as much as it is the energy they feel uh, from you. Okay. So make sure that you slow down and pause. Pause, take a take a breath. And then whatever you're going to say to them, have it come from compassion. I hear how important it is to you that I come to your place on Friday. Uh Thank you so much for inviting me because I love how social you are and how much you care about keeping our community connected. Uh I won't be able to make it this time, Mm -hmm. but I promise you, can you and I do something later once I'm back? Oh, so good. And I think think by saying no, by being selective about saying no, gives you more opportunities to actually say yes to the things that are important to you. Well, what you're talking about now is an inspired yes. What is that? An inspired yes is when you have, you're coming from this place of inspiration. Your body is relaxed. Energy is flowing. You're open. You're receptive. So you feel it in your body, not just your mind. It aligns with what you value most. So it's your body, it's your mind, it's your values. It's all in alignment. And when you're saying an inspired yes, and I think that's why when we were talking, you were saying, you know, I start with no. Exactly. <laughs> but you then, leave room for the yeses that really matter for uh, you. Yeah, that's this has right. been helpful. This really good. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Dr. Sandler, so much. thank you. Practice. Well, thank I you. think I think it's one of the key life skills that's going to get people from burned out to fully charged. Yeah. I love it. All right. They no. Their so healthy much. boundaries. I'm going to start you. saying that to you more often. <laughs> Let me take a beat. No. no. Uh, just ahead, you're going to say yes to these looks. Makeup mogul Charlotte Tilbury is here to share quick beauty fixes. We'll be right back.
Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. All right, this morning we are helping correct some makeup missteps with help from a beauty legend, Charlotte Tilbury. She's worked with A-list celebrities. She's the founder of her own makeup line, Charlotte Tilbury Beauty. And this morning she has five-minute fixes to fix all sorts of problems. Good morning to you. Welcome back. Darling, it's heaven to be here. Thank you for having me back. I can't wait to tell my so, gorgeous secrets As with you. always, what I love about you is you'll show one side with your tip and the other yep. side just clean face so you can really see the difference. And we know she means what she says, right? So the first one... Yes. We're talking about avoiding streaky foundation with Stacia here. So, darling, what we're doing here, if you can just bring that gorgeous camera in close tight to, St- to Stacia. Here, if you see, so always start with using a foundation that has hyaluronic acid, great kind of skincare ingredients in it. Oh. Take a flat brush like this and stipple your foundation. So that means literally kind of putting it on. Almost tapping, like a paintbrush. Exactly. Like, tapping it onto the skin. Do not go. If you're going to go backwards and forwards like you're painting a wall, uh-huh. that is going to make your skin streaky and it's going to take the foundation off. So by starting at the center of the face and stippling, this is what professionals do. Right. You get a beauty filter into uh-huh. your skin. Can you see the difference? Can uh, you see? Yes. Look at that. Now we'll see, see the other side. And now go to look the other the side, difference. darling. Okay. Gorgeous. And that will give you that airbrushed effect. I love that. I love that. So stipple, darling, stipple. Stipple. This stipple. New vocab word. Tap, tap, tap. All okay, right. So next darling. you have a solution that for foundation. a cakey bronzer and highlighter. Um, right. This is Georgia. Hi, Georgia. Georgia, like, darling. I'm kind of. Hi, Georgia. So Georgia, darling, we are going to, okay, people don't realize, I mean, this is the thing I've, you know, when I'm on the, doing the Met Ball or the Albies this week, on Amal Clooney or whatever we're doing, whatever kind of red carpet, this is, JLo understood the power of this. Okay. Take your bronzer, Uh okay, and put it at the top of the ear here. Uh And then literally, do you see where your bone ends here? Yes. People sometimes come down way too low. That drags the face down. This is going to give you a face lift effect, right? I think it's higher than we would think. Yes, it's higher than we think because we have to go underneath and above and you go like that and you start from here below the ear uh, ear, and then you drag it down. And then that gives you a lifting effect. You go across the forehead and along the jawline. This lifting effect can make you look, make sort of makeup that makes you look awake. So how do you do that with that with highlighter? Like how do you blend the two? Okay, right. So then we could do this. So then you could just do a little bit of sun kiss, which is super important. You need like that kind of airbrush bronzy, a really good effect. Now this is a fantastic, the power of highlighting. Let's see. People don't realize this is like candlelight on the face. Give me some candlelight. A little bit. 
And this just gives you this again, and you can put a little bit under the brow bone, mm. but this, when you put this on, look at what this does to the skin. You just tap that in, darling, and this yeah. will give you a lifted, glowing so effect, that candlelit effect that just gives you that glossy, glowing skin where you look like you've just been to a health spa. Oh my God, it's gorgeous. You've just been on a holiday. Just like and people are going to go... Where is that dewy glow from? Can we see, darling? darling it's gorgeous. No, camera, darling. Can we see that? And now, now look the gorgeous. other side, darling. Look to the other side. And Night and day. That. The, okay, wait, the wait, lifting wait. effect. This is a big one. This Thin eyebrows. Cute. You've overplucked them and you're stuck. What do you do? Okay, And darling. how do you fill them in so they don't look fake? Okay, so fill Feather Fix. These are three of my secrets. Listen to me, my darlings. Okay. Come in close, gorgeous. Gorgeous okay. camera. Come in Caitlin. close. Darling, Hi, Caitlin. Caitlin. Right, Caitlin, look okay. at me, darling. Look now, the eyebrows look straight to the camera, darling. Oh, wow. The eyebrows are the pillars of the face. Do not underestimate the eyebrow. Okay, so we go. We take this, this is Phil Feather Fix. We start. When we get literally line it up to the nose, mm -hmm. that's where you start your eyebrow here. Wow. Okay, you line it up. That's where a lot of people start their eyebrows out too wide and yeah. it basically doesn't, it closes out the face. So How you, do you find the shape? Like, so you didn't literally, even have a okay, so you take it next to the nose. This is called the golden ratio. Right here, that's where you start your brow. You make a dot, okay? That. You then take this and go across your pupil diagonally, right across your pupil. That is where you, the arch should end. And then you take this across and you line it up to your eye and that's where your eyebrow should end. Can you see the difference? Come um, I would camera, say we could all see this. List. And then what you Beautiful. do is you fit it in with feathering. You follow so you the way the hair. Like we have to move on, but like you, so you have to do the feather movement. Feather movements, feathers up, 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 up with up, motions up, up, like up, the hair. And up, then up, you up, fix up, it, exactly, darling. And then you fix it here with this gorgeous eyebrow gel. And voila. You put gel look on at top? That. Darling, darling, good, darling, look, bring that Girl. in, sweetie. Look at that, my darling. Now look at that. Look this at is why, this eyebrow. is why you're you. Makes you look younger, more youthful, lifted, gorgeous, it. opened, elongated eyes. All right, so let's try right. a trick for extending the okay. eye. Make extending it pop. the we, eye. We have 25 let's go. seconds. Okay, darling, come, come on. on, come on, darling, cameraman, gorgeous, come in. Look at this now, darling, zoom in. Right, we want to take this, you want to take this kind of like feline flick, close your eyes, sweetie. You want to go right the way along the lash line. Now, this is the magic trick. Look, open your eye, darling. When you get to the base of the eye, just literally flick it up. If you make a mistake, mm -hmm. then you have a cotton bud as your best friend. Uh -huh. And you will take that cotton bud, you will dip it in some moisturizer uh -huh. and you just clean oh, it up. You put it in like moisturizer. That. And you just clean it up. And the point, you get that perfect flick. Look straight for me, sweetie. Look at that. Look at that. Look at what. Now, this elongation, this is called sirenized. This is called the feline flick. This is something I did on Kate Moss. Literally, I've, it's been trending Charlotte. like crazy. Look at that Look at elongation this. to the eye, darling. Come in. Come darling, just, my darling Charlotte, Charlotte, you have such a gift. <laughs> now, I'm so sincere about well, that. The, this is amazing. But darling, the thing is, I want to democratize makeup and make everyone look and feel like the most beautiful versions of themselves. I love it. And I quick and it. easy. Quick we want some quick and easy. So easy. Win, everyone can be five. empowered. Uh, Alan Craig, Remind do you guys want to feel beautiful? You should come in here because we're feeling beautiful. I, I, I love, love the democratization of makeup. Yes, that's it. I like the democratization of grilled cheese. You don't have to have the Old, same old grilled cheese and, and tomato soup. Right? Mm. Well, that's looking pretty good. Uh, a new twist on the classic combo with the Jocelyn Delk Adams all coming up. Don't go away. Third hour of the day. I'll be right back. We are back with our series today's table. Who doesn't love a grilled cheese sandwich mm. and tomato soup? Well, guess what? This morning, we're going to take that classic combo to another level, make, making 
pizza, grilled cheese, and pesto tomato oh. soup. Joining us, author and founder of Grand Baby Cakes, Jocelyn Delk Adamson. Guess what? You can cook with us. Scan the QR code to get all of the ingredients. Jocelyn, so you uh, on the earlier hour, you already yeah. made uh, the the roll-up uh, yeah, lasagnas, lasagna. which uh, we've already provided Chanel's dinner. Yeah, uh, I want to say uh, that is my other gig. I just, I'm her personal chef. You've got to do something for the kids. Yeah, got to do something so for the kids. So grilled cheese. And we all know the basics. You, uh, some people do butter. Yeah, I'm a butter you, person. But I see some mayo here. Yeah, mayo is a nice option if you want to make sure that you don't burn your grilled cheese. Oh. It's super easy. Yeah, but I am a I person who loves butter. Okay. You're just going to put the butter on the outside, fill right. it with the cheese, and American then we're going to put cheese? it. Uh, actually, we're going to use mozzarella. Mozzarella. Yeah, because, because it's, we're, a it's a pizza. Hey. It's a pizza. Hey. It's me and Mario. Right? Yes, exactly. Craig, so we're going to let that close. griddle up right now. <laughs> No, I wanted to try it. He's what chewing you on over there. Okay. So I'm once we report, get it nice tasty. and golden, uh-huh. we add another slice of cheese right to the on top. top? Yeah, right on the top. Okay. And then we're going to put some pepperoni on oh, it. Nice. That's how you do it. Yeah, put a little basil. Get All the whole, the yeah, yep, right on the basil. Uh-huh. And then we're going to put this right in the oven and let oh. it get nice and golden. And okay. that's how you end up with in your final. Oven? What am yep. I putting the oven on? Um, You can broil it for a couple of seconds. Just, just let it just get, yeah. Toast the top. Super easy. So now tomato soup. You're like right away, you're on your job yes. right away. <laughs> Tomato soup. Okay. We've got our aromatics in here. We've got some onions. Mm-hmm. This is so easy. Some olive oil. And then I also have some red pepper flakes oh, nice. in there for a little okay. bit. Yep. And then we're going to add in some crushed tomatoes. Okay. This is such a simple recipe. Right. And then I've got the pesto. This is sun-dried tomato pesto. Oh, okay. Nice little flavor boost. Mm-hmm. And then I've got some chicken stock. Oh, chicken oh. stock. Oh. So no yeah. cream. No, no cream. cream. No cream. Okay. So once we cook it, we get this kind of nice chunky consistency. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like a marinara sauce. Right. Okay, and then go for it. We're going to use our immersion blender here. And you're... There you go. Go, go, go. Go for it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're, like, you're like, no, no, no. Go. No, no, no. No, you're like, no, no, don't do that. But this is what you would normally do. You're going to, in your like in your imagination right, right now, you, it's going to get super creamy. I thought you use an immersion blender. I do, but I don't usually wear a suit when I'm using yeah. it. So you, you, do do you have the full apron on to I protect do. your job mm-hmm. when you do it? This is or, or he has he has Jeeves bomb, do it for him. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Try this. Try this. Try this. This is. wait. Oh, so bomb, right? You did a little drizzle of olive oil on top? Yeah, did you like it? Do you like it? That's mm. really good. It's so creamy. And it's oh. so creamy. There is no cream in here. And that's from... And it's got a nice little bite. I know, right? This is fantastic. It's so creamy mm-hmm. because of the what? Because of the... Mm. It tastes like it's cream. Well, once you, like, blend that, mm-hmm. it's going to really pull together just a nice, smooth, mm. almost sauce consistency. Oh, yeah. Down there. Man, it's I, so I, good. I, I, and right, yeah, so. I like the kick, too. Don't so forget that all, kick. Hey, wrap these up for the Thank kids, you. okay? I know, I know. I know, going with my second gig here, bringing this to you for for dinner. You can buy the ingredients (laughs) for this recipe. All you have to do is scan the QR code or go to today.com slash today table. We also should mention... Today earns good and you start making noises like mm. Today earns a commission <laughs> from purchases. Third hour today, we'll be right back. Tomorrow on the third hour of today, wait until you see this. It was so much fun. I go on the job as a typewriter poet. I can't wait to find out what that is. All right. And you're you're gonna be on uh, the fourth hour. I'm gonna help out with Hoda and Jenna. Yeah, I probably oh, I shouldn't have eaten this much. Now I'm like full and have to. Talk. We'll see you back here tomorrow <laughs> or next hour. Oh, Sorry, next I had hour. to see that. Okay, walk it off. Have a good. Walk day. it off.